Hello and welcome back to Living a Life Through Books. I'm your host, Dr. Shanaz Ahmad. Today is the conclusion of a conversation with Katie. We're picking up where we left off, so let's get right back to it. I started my reading journey about a couple of years ago, actually, so I'm just getting into finding myself through books, and I find out that I really like young adult fantasy. It's like this aha moment, oh, I like this, okay. So I start reading more young adult fantasy, but I really like the Cassandra Clare one. Oh, those are really nice, yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. And I started with the Clockwork series, and then after I read the Clockwork series, I did the City of Bones. Yes, I read the beginning of the City of Bones series, but it was a long time ago. But I remember I just couldn't stop reading it. Like, I usually never read in the car, but I was like, I need to keep reading this on this road trip. <laughs> right. So I, it's a six-part series. Yeah, I think and, I got three books into it when I read it. Uh, I've only read one so far, but I've been like genre switching like crazy going back and forth and lately on instagram there's this new um classic kick a lot of people have been posting pictures of classics and i thought yeah yeah and i thought to myself okay maybe i need to start with some classics and throw that in so i'm lining up some classics for me to read and just kind of tossing things up there's just so much and and i gotta finish um the YA novel that you sent me. Oh, yeah. Amy Voltaire's book. Oh, Amy so Voltaire's book. Good. Yeah. Which comes out April 27th, right? Yes. So I'm, I'm, so I'm working excited. on that one. I'm about halfway through and it's it's interesting. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to process the book and I'm trying to process where it's going. And then I'm going, no, no, no. Don't think about where it's going. Just read it. You know, just kind of enjoy it. You know, it's so, yeah, I'm kind of, balancing a whole bunch of books and obviously trying to do this podcast too but it's like (laughs) it's kind of crazy okay so have you considered writing a book yourself yes actually when I was in fifth grade I had this amazing teacher who told all of us that for an assignment, we had to create our own fictional world. And a lot of people were like, I'm going to write about marshmallow people. And I was like, no, 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 I'm going to make a nuanced world. It's going to have a hierarchy of people. And I went all out. I think it was called like Centauria, I think. Oh my gosh. And it had like mermaids and centaurs and elves and all these things. And it was like my first attempt at world building. And it was super intricate because I like had all these like family histories going um the nerd that I was still am that's Um, great that's great though yeah so then that was my very first attempt and I found this notebook like the um a few years ago where I had drawn out all these pictures of the characters and it was really fun for me but then I've had since like seventh grade sixth or seventh grade, I had this other world that I've created that I'll just write scenes of it. And then I'll get back to it a few months later and write more scenes to it. It's also a fantasy novel, but without elves, sadly. Um, (laughs) But it has prophecies and fun stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's been really fun because I keep going back to it and adding a little bit to it and adding a little bit to it. And I'm hoping during the summer I can, you know, actually sit down and work on it some more. But I also write poetry, which has been a lot of fun. I started doing that much more in earnest when I was 
freshman year. Yeah, freshman year, I did a creative writing class, and then I did a poetry creative writing, purely poetry creative writing class my sophomore year. And I just absolutely fell in love with it. So I've been trying to put out some for publication. Um, I've had two get published on campus literary magazines. I wow. just of fiction that got accepted at um, Pitt's literary magazines. That was super exciting. That's, um, a, that's a big deal to get accepted by a literary magazine. Yeah, it's super, super exciting. And I'm also working for the uh, Poet Laureate of Virginia right now, who's a professor at our school. I've been helping to edit his manuscript, which wow. has been thrilling, but it's really nice because then it's helping me with my own poetry to see how does someone who's just at such a high level do it, you know? So it's, I've been really, really fortunate to have so many models that I can look to. So it's, it's been really, really wonderful on this journey. So I'm hoping to do some of my own writing. It's hard sometimes because I feel like I can be a better editor than I am a writer at times. And it's harder for me to like edit my own work because I just get, you know, the very defensive. It's the best thing ever. Um, right. Right. Of course it is. It's like, it's my work. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's definitely interesting when I go from a very, you know, I've been editing a lot of things to then trying to write because then it can be a little paralyzing at times where I go, I just don't know if I can do this, you know, and then I'm just like, no, no, just put something down and then you can fix it later. Um, <laughs> right. I, I think with writing, I was reading somewhere that you just need to find a time and a space and write every day, same time, same space, and just keep writing. If I'm not wrong, on Instagram this morning, I think there's this one author from India, right? And she talks about how, oh, it's time to write and I don't feel like writing. So she says, I think I'm just going to write about how I don't feel like writing. Oh, it's yeah. That's a, Amy put that up this morning. Um, cause she Amy? always, yeah, Amy put it up. I saw okay. her. Yeah. Cause she always puts up a blog on Sundays and I think she's trying to figure out what she's writing today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think, okay. It was Amy because I thought it was someone else because I, yeah, it was like, I'm just going to write about, yeah, that I don't feel like writing. And I thought to myself, that's a great idea that at least you're just writing. You still keep writing. And that's yeah. the point of it. Yeah, I just love that she's always blogging because it's like, you know, you make this whole novel. What next? Well, I'll blog. Um, so it's super nice because she's always producing content. And she was saying how she's were already thought up an idea for her next book. So it's so wonderful because she's always practicing her craft and working at getting better at it. And it's also really nice because she's always consulting people of, well, what do you think about this idea? So I remember she was saying there's a, um, you know, there's a little bit of romance in her book, you know, very first crush, first boyfriend going on. Ah, and okay. she, she had to ask her son who's um, in college. So is this unrealistic for like teenagers? Cause you know, it's been a while. Right. <laughs> I right. remember asking us, is this how people would use like Instagram? Cause I was using Facebook, but apparently all the young people are on Instagram now. <laughs> so it's really cool. Because she's like, you know, how can I make this as accurate to the teenage experience as possible, which is really fun. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I if I would write, I mean, I'd be like, uh, gotta find a teenager because I don't know what the current kids are doing. And... I feel like I don't even know what they do. It's so funny. Like I had someone who's a junior in high school tell me I'm old and I'm like, I'm four years older than you. What's going on? Right. right. <laughs> 
Right. It, it, it's crazy how, how much kids are growing up and so fast because of our technologically ridden worlds. And it's just like, bam, 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 you can't keep up. So four years is 40 years. Oh, it definitely is. Like, I still can't figure out Snapchat. Not even going to try. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't even, I didn't even get on it. Never. I just said, no, no, it doesn't interest me. I mean, Snapchat doesn't interest me. I'm just kind of like, okay. And I only, the Instagram thing, actually, I'm a pediatric dentist, so I have Instagram for my business, right? As I was working on that page and trying to make it better, I just thought, oh, wait, living a life through books. I could have an Instagram page. And then I saw a lot of people, podcasters, have Instagram pages and bloggers have Instagram pages. So, yeah, I started late. I mean, about I started my Instagram page about five months after I started the podcast, but at least I started it. And I think it's helpful, too, because then you already have it, like, off the ground. So if people are interested in seeing, well, what is this about? They already have something they can listen to, which I think makes it so helpful because you're just bombarded all over Instagram with, here's all recommended things that you might like. So it's really nice to be able to, like, pick and choose a little bit more because I know it's super overwhelming. Where I'm like, I just want to follow so many accounts. <laughs> right. No, no, there is so many to follow. And then there's the whole... Um... You know, you want to get followers and then you get people who just follow and unfollow. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. I keep seeing that happen and I just, oh, it makes me so frustrated because I'll get really excited because I set these goals when I'm working on Amy's page and she posts and I'll post and our other intern posts and we're like, great, we got people following us and then we'll be like, why'd the number go down? Oh, come on, because you'll see it's, you know, the accounts that have like 20,000 followers and, you know, they have 100 and they'll follow to unfollow and it's always annoying. <laughs> they'll follow and then once they get the follow back, still unfollow. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know what to do. You know, I wish people wouldn't do that, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. My, my theory on that is now is if someone follows me, I look at their page and if I want to follow them, then I'll follow them. That's it. I'm not going to sit there and worry about whether they're going to unfollow me or not. It, that's on them. But if someone follows me and I don't like their page, then I just won't follow them back. So I'll just do really what good idea, you know, so that way I'm just, okay, this is who I want to follow and I'll just keep it that way. And then for the other people who follow me and then, Oh, she followed me back. Okay. And unfollow that's up to you. But I also think a lot of, well, actually I'll take that back. I was going to say, I also think a lot of reading people don't do that, but there's this one account on Instagram it's the same person and they have 10 accounts of 20 accounts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I even wrote the name down some 10 or 20 with the same. If you look at that picture on Instagram, it's that same picture and they follow to unfollow. So what I do is when I see them and they follow me, I just don't even follow back because I'm not even interested. Yeah, it's definitely because like I said, the environment on Bookstagram is so, so inviting and so welcoming. And then you just have people that do that. So that's always frustrating. 
like, you people, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> wholesome reacts only. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you know, you can't fix the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe a little at a time. You're just kind of like, okay, fine. And so. that concludes our conversation with Katie. I hope you had a great time. Before I go, please review my podcast on Apple Podcasts or any of the other podcast engines you listen to. Like and follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Living a Life Through Books. This episode and all my other episodes are being uploaded to my website at shnazamed.com. That is S H A H N A Z. A-H-M-E-D dot com. Also, please share this podcast with your family and friends. Together, let's start a reading revolution. My website and logo was designed by Alia Rahman. She's a St. Louis-based graphic designer and surreal artist. You can contact her at aliarahman.com. That is A-A-L-I-A-R-A-H-M-A-N dot com. My starting and ending music to this and all my other episodes was composed by my husband, Brad Slavik. I'm Dr. Shanaz Ahmed with Living a Life Through Books, signing off. Remember to water the seeds within you. It's time. It's time.